This is Essie of New Birth Ministries and I am glad that you are listening today. I pray that your day is blessed, and if it doesn't seem to be going that way, bless it yourself. God lives in you. He gave you His power so use it. Get your swords, a drink and a snack, and maybe a tablet and pen and sit back and I'll be back to delve into the Word right after we invite the Holy Spirit. Pray. If you listeners or readers don't mind, I would like to first read to you our purpose statement or as some may call it, our mission statement. New Birth Ministries, founded February 14, 1992, led by Rev. Esther R. Scott aka Rev. Essie exists to provide for saints to be encouraged and edified through our articles, videos, radio show, gatherings and posts, as well as a safe haven for sinners to come and hear the gospel of Jesus in various ways, which will enable them to seek salvation. We are not to be held responsible for any misinformation that may be posted by us that may be considered by some as mean, infringing, disrespectful or bashing to others, for that is not our heart. We are a 501c3, organization tax-exempt entity, led by Rev. Esther R. Scott and not limited by brick and mortar. We were recognized by the Observer Reporter of Washington, Pennsylvania through a well-written, an appreciated article on December 8, 2008 as one of the forerunners of online ministry in our area. We are to be an effective form of media for the purpose of kingdom advancement on the earth. To be a light for men to follow, and a way out of darkness. It is our desire to relate to our community and the world, to be accessible in meeting the needs of our readers and listeners. We will continue to shine the light of Christ over nations through information, inspiration, Bible studies and prayer that is founded upon the Word of God while saturating the atmosphere with worship and praise to the Lord Jesus, via the internet, radio, television and print. We pray that you are blessed by it. Rev. Esther R. Scott Lead Pastor and Founder Get Help Acts 6 7 Chosen to Serve Acts 6-1 And in those days, when the number of the disciples was multiplied, there arose a murmuring of the Grecians against the Hebrews, because their widows were neglected in the daily ministration. Acts 6-2 Then the twelve called the multitude of the disciples unto them, and said, It is not reason that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. Acts 6-3 Wherefore, brethren, look ye out among you seven men of honest report, full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom, whom we may appoint over this business. Acts 6-4 But we will give ourselves continually to prayer, and to the ministry of the word. Acts 6-5 And the saying pleased the whole multitude, and they chose Stephen, a man full of faith and of the Holy Ghost, and Philip and Prochorus, and Nicanor, and Timon, and Parmenas, and Nicholas a proselyte of Antioch. Acts 6-6 Whom they set before the apostles, and when they had prayed, they laid their hands on them. Acts 6-7 And the word of God increased, and the number of the disciples multiplied in Jerusalem greatly, and a great company of the priests were obedient to the faith. I, when you serve the Lord God Almighty, it would be wise to have help. a. The disciples who by this time had multiplied to more than what we are used to seeing in movies, plays, and even in the mouths of some ministers. After a. While there were more than the usual Simon, whom he named Peter, his brother Andrew, James, John, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Thomas, James son of Alphaeus, Simon who was called the Zealot, Judas son of James, and Judas Iscariot, who became a traitor until they replaced him with Matthias. 2. The Greeks who believed were interested in getting their widows taken care of and inquired about getting help for them in Acts 6 when the many disciples had to assign what we call today deacons to do the work that was needed as in serving the tables. In Greek the name, deacon is actually diakonos. 
One who executes the commands of another, especially of a master, a servant, attendant, minister. The servant of a king. A deacon, one who, by virtue of the office assigned to him by the church, cares for the poor and has charge of and distributes the money collected for their use. A waiter, one who serves food and drink. The ones who serve during church luncheons and the like are actually doing the part of a deacon minus the title and recognition. The one who cleans the toilets are deacons. Cuts the grass or changes light bulbs, they are all deacons. 3. What was happening here was the beginning of church strife. And jealousy. Jealousy between the Greeks and Hebrews. There was jealousy in the church assembly and isn't that just like what we're going through today? There's nothing new under the sun. ECC 1 9 The thing that hath been, it is that which shall be, and that which is done is that which shall be done, and there is no new thing under the sun. When you are called to do a thing do what you were called to do and none other. Everybody plays a part. Notice that in Acts 6 the 12 said that it is not reasonable that they should leave the word of God to serve tables. We have too many people out there now who are jacks of all trades and masters of none and some are proud to be that way. They are not getting done what they think they're getting done. The Bible says God is not the author of confusion. I believe that's why there's so much confusion in the church because there are people who are doing things that they are not called to do. They're not assigned to do what they are doing. Have you ever heard the term that some were sent and some just went? It happens a lot. There are deacons stepping over apostles and disciples' heads. Maybe it's just me but I don't agree with deacons choosing the church's next pastor either. The church should be in on the choosing. Somewhere the term deacon got lost in translation. You've heard of too many cooks in the kitchen and too many chiefs in the tribe, that's what is happening. Our hand does not have two thumbs, our hand does not have five thumbs, each finger and each thumb is there for a purpose. They need each other. As human beings we need each other. No man is an island and no man stands alone. 4. A name is not just a name. When the disciples were looking for deacons they were looking for men of full report, honest and full of the Holy Ghost with a lot of wisdom. They just didn't pick whoever came by or whomever they grew up with at the time. I want to get this clear because I've experienced it myself but, one pastor should not have another pastor picking up chairs and cleaning the church because they're both leadership in the body of Christ. That pastor should have deacons in their church to do that kind of work. I had that happen to me before and I've never been back. I'm a servant who delivers the word of God and I don't believe that I should be invited to someone's church so that after I preach I can clean the toilet, move chairs around and scrub the floor unless I offer to do so. That was out of order and actually all they had to do was ask me while inviting me so I would have a heads up first. V notice in verse 4 he says but we will give ourselves continually to prayer into the ministry of the word. It also says that his saying pleased the multitude which means all of the disciples were happy with what he had said. They all agreed. Their spirits agreed. This is consecration to prayerfulness and a minister's duty. Consecration is the act of making something holy and sacred. It is the action of ordaining someone to a sacred office such as a bishop, apostle, etc. There has to be respect in the church. There has to be a respect for what the minister is doing for the kingdom of heaven. Nowadays people don't respect ministers as much at all, much less their time and their privacy. People don't even give you time to get in contact with God or to pray. There's so much vanity in the world that people think that they should come before a person's ministry. I recently had a long-time friend get upset with me because I chose my ministry over them. I still love them but I had already dedicated my life to the ministry of Jesus Christ. Never dedicate yourselves to vanity but the kingdom of heaven instead.
The word says that vanity will one day be no more and all will be placed in the fiery pit, we don't have time as Christians to please man but we need to start doing more to please God. Now we see what Solomon meant when he said all is vanity. When I had my church there were times that I liked to go into the sanctuary, get on my knees and pray, and while doing so someone would walk in and start a confessional segment right in the middle of my prayer time with no respect to what I was doing, nothing. I remember being on my knees one time having a wonderful time talking to the Lord and someone walked into the sanctuary and actually said why are you crying? You would think that they would know that that is all a part of having a relationship with God. I could have been crying for something good, or I could have been crying over some chastisement or something that God was giving me at the time. Or I could have been crying for someone else who asked for prayer, as far as having compassion for them. I don't think that ministers have to explain all the time why they're rocking, moaning, humming, or crying in their personal spiritual time. That is actually devilish oppression to keep you from doing the Lord's work. It is a distraction. Vi. Act 6-5 And the saying pleased the whole multitude, and they chose Stephen, a man full of faith and of the Holy Ghost, and Philip and Prochorus, and Nicanor, and Timon, and Parmenas, and Nicholas a proselyte of Antioch. A. Stephen, full of the Holy Ghost, not a worldly man, and notice Nicholas was a proselyte of Antioch. 1. Proselyte a person who has converted from one opinion, religion, or party to another. So yes we can accept someone who is converted from one religion to Christianity. If the old-time disciples trusted them then we can trust them now unless they prove themselves to be difficult. 7. And as they laid their hands on them the word of God increased people got saved and came to Jesus and the number of disciples multiplied. It says greatly they multiplied that's more than usual. God did a great work in Jerusalem. And he can also do a work in Jerusalem today. So pray for the Orthodox Jews who have yet to accept Jesus Christ as their Savior. They say that he's just a rabbi or a teacher but they will not accept the fact that he is God's Son, the Savior of their souls. The Bible says that Stephen a man full of the Holy Ghost did many miracles works and wonders among the people which shows us that it is imperative that we be full of the Holy Ghost to do so. If you don't have a relationship with the Holy Ghost I suggest you start right now because he's waiting for you. Your power is in your relationship with him. Jesus gave him to us and the last thing we want to do is refuse the gift of the Savior which is actually one-third of the Trinity of Heaven. Things go his way not ours. And don't ever think that you won't have people who will go against whatever it is that you're teaching. There are going to be people who are not going to agree with it or what you were teaching or how you were teaching it. When we look at verse 9 of Acts chapter 6 we see that there were certain people in the synagogue who disputed with Stephen. Now if these people dispute with a man full of the Holy Ghost they will dispute with anyone. They could not have had much of the Holy Ghost in them to argue with Stephen. Spirit knows the Spirit. They had no discernment whatsoever. They were too full of the law to be free. It's like the horse that is tied to a lawn chair who doesn't know that he is actually free. He will stand there until he is exhausted not realizing that all he has to do is to walk and the lawn chair will drag along with him. The word also says that they were not able to resist the wisdom and the spirit by which he spoke and the Bible also says that they were stubborn men they were clinging to the law. Act 6:10 and they were not able to resist the wisdom and the spirit by which he spake. Act 6:11 then they suborned men which said, we have heard him speak blasphemous words against Moses and against God. It is hard to resist the Holy Ghost unless you are a straight up sinner who refuses to accept God into your life. And these Orthodox men began to speak about how Stephen was going against Moses. They were still living by the old school master, 
and did not know about the freedom in Jesus Christ yet. They were worshipping the wrong deliverer. Respect the first, worship the latter which is what matters. Gal 3:24. Wherefore the law was our schoolmaster to bring us unto Christ, that we might be justified by faith. Gal 3:25. But after that faith is come, we are no longer under a schoolmaster. They just would not accept it. So they arrested Stephen. And they set up false witnesses and they will do the same to you today. This is why the Bible says beware of those who have too many people who like them because something is wrong. You should have someone who goes against you in some kind of way. They did it to Jesus they will do it to you. They slandered Stephen and persecuted him and brought him to the council and said he spoke blasphemous words in the holy place, and the law. As you can see they were still under the law they did not know the freedom in Christ Jesus yet. And notice verse 14 it's very imperative that you do so. Act 6 14 for we have heard him say, that this Jesus of Nazareth shall destroy this place, and shall change the customs which Moses delivered us. Act 6 15 and all that sat in the council, looking steadfastly on him, saw his face as it had been the face of an angel. They were holding on strongly to the old school master called the law. But when they looked on Stephen his face was shining with radiancy like an angel. And sure enough after a while they stoned him to death. They stoned to death a man full of the Holy Ghost. That's pure evil. It's like the man who rapes a nun or pastor. They see that they've been consecrated but they still lust for them and probably for some, attractive. It's pure evil. Satan hates us. That's why he has the demons called incubus and succubus that usually attack a person at night. They are sexual demons that attack and embarrass and harass the unsuspected. That's why we have to stay prayed up. It also reminds me of the people of Sodom and Gomorrah who wanted to rape the angels that came to visit Lot. It's just pure lust and hatred. There's no respect at all here with Stephen. Especially from those who want to hold on to old things and they just don't want to let go and trust Jesus. Do you trust Jesus? Are you saved? Are you saved? Now is the time to accept Jesus Christ as your Savior. With all that is going on around the world, you need a friend. Jesus can be that special friend if you allow Him into your life. He is your helper and His Holy Spirit is your comforter. If you are not saved, just repeat the Romans road after me, say Jesus, I repent of my sins, I am so sorry Lord. I believe that you died on the cross and rose three days later from the dead, just for me and I accept what you have done, I accept you as my Savior. Thank you Jesus, Amen. Now go find a Bible-believing, Holy Ghost-filled church and learn of Him, it's never too late. Your new life starts now. All old things are gone away. God throws them as far as the east if from the west. Now, go live, laugh and love. Noom 624 The Lord bless thee, and keep thee. Noom 625 The Lord make his face shine upon thee, and be gracious unto thee. Noom 626 The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee, and give thee peace. Thank you for coming on today and I pray that your week goes by victoriously. Reverend Essie signing off. God bless and have a great day. Dash. Reverend Esther R. Scott Daughter of the King Cash App equals Dollar Esther Scott Revesi.com blog Podcast feed, https colon slash slash anchor.fm slash Revesi Dash To be a supporter of my ministry go to, https colon slash slash anchor.fm slash Revesi slash support Receipts sent for your tax purposes to support the ministry for 99 cents to dollar question mark plus just set it and forget it. Thank you and God bless.
SEHTTP colon slash slash www.anchor.fm slash revesi slash support or HTTP colon slash slash www.paypal.me slash revesi. Either way that you give to the ministry God will give back to you some 30, some 60, some 100 fold. In Jesus name. Amen.